Freaks. It's Tuesday, February 20th, 2024. Coming up on the program today, now you can buy Donald Trump's dirty bathwater. Plus, the elderly woman next door wants to steal your cat to do witchcraft with it. Pushing antiques up your rectum could not possibly help their appraisal values. And here, Piggy Piggy! Distorted View Daily proudly presents another confidently wrong idiot. Mobile phone repair store edition. White Rice does not repair phones. Someone just I told repair me the, phones. Someone just told me this morning, I'm talking about a water damage phone. Okay. Someone told me this morning that they put a whole video camera in a bag of white rice okay. and it solved the problem. Okay. Why would it not solve this? Because white rice does not repair an electrical connection that's damaged. How do you know what was wrong in there? I went through you it. You didn't need to. I went through it and looked and I, I asked found you, the problem. I asked you if white rice would repair it. You said, you said no. So you're saying the difference between brown rice, which you tried. I didn't and try white brown rice. rice. That's. It's on camera. That's you what you told, said yesterday. I said brown rice, but I did not say. I said, I, said, I, did, I, did, I, said I said rice. I did not say white rice. White rice will you, repair that. You have said three different things since you've stood here. And you lied to me. No. You lied to me. Not once. Let's just wait till the cops get here. Okay. Okay. I could take it apart okay. and show you exactly. I don't care what was wrong because all it did was slide in water, sir. You told me, you told me flat out white rice will not repair that. Flat out. Exactly. Exactly. It won't. Okay. Is that what I'm hearing? Well, what you hear and what I actually did are two different things. I don't care what you did. Yeah, you... you no, I don't. Okay, so what kind of world do you live in where what is actually repaired and what you're told are two different things and you don't care to know the truth? I do care to know the truth. Okay. I've been told by many people that white rice will do it. Okay. I come in here to your business, you tell me it won't. It's the Distorted View Show with Tim Henson. Makes my bitch ass sissy pussy quiver. I'm going to touch the feces and masturbate with it. And I love the aftertaste of semen in my mouth. Welcome to 1-800-ASSHOLE. I'm a sucker for other people's pain. Yes, Tim Henson back here with you for your Tuesday episode of DV. Have a great one for you today. You know, you really have to give our former president, Donald Trump, props. He gets knocked down and he gets right back up again. It's a very mm, chumba woomba approach to life, and you have to respect that. Uh, you know, just the other day, he was ordered to pay like $350 million for something, I don't know, election interference, sexual assault, treason, tax fraud, concealing classified documents. I can't keep track. Of all of these tiny, insignificant court cases that the Democrats are trying to keep our man tied up in court with. Regardless, you'd think a $350 million fine would cripple the dude. But instead, the very next day, he shows up at SneakerCon to unveil new Trump shoes. You may laugh and say that's just the dumbest fucking thing I've ever heard. But I've seen these shoes and they've got everything sneakerheads are looking for. One, they're god-awful ugly. And two, they're expensive. Add into the mix, there's only limited quantities. And naturally, these abominations were sold out in mere hours. I've got some clips here of Trump unveiling his shoes. I just want to tell you, you know, I've wanted to do this for a long time. I have some incredible people that work with me on things, and they came up with this. And this is something I've been talking about for 12 years, 13 years. And I think there are some boos I'm hearing. It's going to be a big success. That's the real deal. Okay. That's the real deal. 
He's holding up the shoe. He's the, the crowd's starting to turn around. It's a gold shoe, by the way. It's a sparkly, shiny, gold high top with um, the American flag on it, which is ironic because these shoes are not made in America. What's the most important thing? To go out and vote, right? We have to go out and vote. We got to get young people out to vote. And you're going to vote, and we're going to turn this thing around. This country's not doing so well. We're going to turn this country around fast. Let me tell you something. All of these 19-year-olds attending SneakerCon can afford $400 shoes. The economy's doing just fine for them. We're going to turn it around fast. Country's not doing that bad. And we're going to remember the young people, and we're going to remember SneakerCon. You know that. At some point, I don't know if this was at the beginning or if a woman came running up on stage, but uh, she had a few things to say about Trump. Yes, we need him. He's a Christian. He's a good, honest man. They're after him for no reason. Oh, my God. That voice. It's just so funny because we've lived through this before during the the last election cycle. And so, like, we know what's coming up in the next few months. It's just going to continue to ramp up the craziness. This is what we all wanted, right? Yes, we need him. He's a Christian. He's a good, honest man. They're after him for no reason. Go out and vote for Trump. Come on, lady. We're here to talk about sneakers. You're at SneakerCon, for Christ's sakes. Got some nice chance of USA in there. I can't tell what portion of the crowd is pro-Trump and against Trump because at various points, uh, it sounds like they're cheering, screaming USA, but then they're booing him. A lot of emotion. Yeah. There's a lot of emotion in this room. Thank you. Definitely some boos there. Thank you. So So these uh, gold shoes that... uh, Trump was peddling are called the Never Surrender High Tops. According to the website, they're bold, gold, and tough, just like President Trump. They're the first official sneaker by the president. They're for the go-getters who don't know the word quit. With a standout gold finish and the T badge, these kicks are for two uh, true patriots. By the way, these aren't even manufactured yet. This was just a pre-order, uh, and they cost 399 399- $399. You just know those rap guys who do songs with Marjorie Taylor Greene and Lauren Boebert and shit. You know, they're, they're going to be their next song. They're going to be rocking these sneakers. I guarantee it. They'll show up in some music videos. So, OK, those are sold out, which kind of sucks. But we do have some other Trump shoes. He's got a whole line, including the T Red Wave for $199. Those are red shoes and the POTUS 45s. Those are white sneakers, also $199. And finally, over there at GetTrumpSneakers.com, Trump is also beginning to sell fragrances. You can you can smell like Donald Trump. Ew, right? Uh, Victory 47 is a cologne or a perfume, depending on your gender. And there are only two of those. Don't be bringing your woke shit to GetTrumpSneakers.com. Victory 47 is the signature scent of strength and success encased in a luxurious gold bottle. I love it. I want this just because uh, the cap 
right, of the cologne is Donald Trump's head in gold. To be perfectly honest, it does kind of sound like a scent I'd be interested in. Like, I would wear this. It's got an, uh, a crisp opening of citrus blends into a cedar heart. Love cedar. Underpinned by a rich base of leather and amber, crafting a commanding presence. This cologne is more than a fragrance. It's for the movers, the shakers, and the history makers. Look, he sold a thousand of these limited edition gold sneakers. He's going to really have to push the rest of his merchandise hard to make up that $350 million he needs to pay off this newest judgment. There's only one man I know who can peddle that amount of crap. Yes, God of Home Shopping, Don West. You may remember just a few months ago, Donald Trump was trying to sell uh, collectible trading card NFTs, and we got Don West in here. Boom, immediately sold out. Well, now Don West is really going to have to work some magic to help Trump rack up $350 million in profits, you know, to help with those legal judgments. So um, what do you have up your sleeves today, boys? First, I sold you dumb fucks a bunch of worthless NFTs. Then I sold out of a bunch of cheaply made gold spray painted high tops. You morons ate that shit up. Now I'm opening the floodgates like that Russian whore who pissed on my face. I got a steady stream of Trump collectibles heading your way. Tell them about it, Don West. Now you can luxuriate in the essence of Donald Trump, inspired by your favorite Twitch streamers introducing Trump bath water. While he may be draining the swamp, he let us drain his tub and bottle his dirty bath water. It's all part of Trump Intimates, a new line of products that cost Donald nothing to produce and will net him millions of dollars. Like Patriot clippings, finger and toenail shavings from our 45th president. I'm hearing from some very smart people that when the economy collapses and the dollar is worthless thanks to Sleepy Joe, very sleepy, not a good guy that Joe, he said some very mean, nasty things about me, but that's okay. When the banks have no more money, they say Trump fingernails might be the only form of currency you'll be able to use to buy some bread. You have to buy bread, you know? very important to buy that bread. Mr. President, I don't want to interrupt you, but we have a caller who just ordered your bath water. Caller, what's your name and where are you calling from? This is Tucker calling from Moscow. And you ordered a liter of Trump Spritz bath water, is that right? Yes. I had a quick question about that. I would like to aggressively and furiously masturbate with it. Does Trump bath water make for good cock lube? Of course it does. My bath water is the best lube Probably the best lube ever made. Porn stars tell me it's better than their natural secretions. Can you believe that? My bath water is better than pussy juice. We've got one more buyer calling in. You're on with Donald. Tell us what you purchased. I didn't purchase diddly squat, but I certainly own your ass. 
I recognize that feeble-sounding, senile voice. Yeah, it's the voice that haunts you in your dreams, you worthless orange monkey fuck. Uh, Joe, sorry. If you're looking to purchase incontinence pads, you got the wrong number. Get your nurse to help you find the right number. Better yet, let me help you out. Dial 1-800. You're going to lose the next election. How would you know? You're going to be in jail serving up that baboon ass of yours to all those other horny inmates. And you'll probably be dead, old man. Hey, sorry to jump in here. It's Tucker again. Do I have to be an inmate to taste that baboon ass? Shut up, Tucker. Well, there you go. Lots of great new products on their way from Trump International. Let's move on now. We've got an old lady confrontation here. Confrontation might be the wrong word. This elderly broad could be suffering from dementia, or she's just an entitled cunt. I'll let you guys be the judge. She rolls up to this guy's property and is like, Hey, I hear you have a cat. I've seen the cat. I would like that cat. Let me see it. Let me pet it. How about it come stay with me for a little while? And the guy is like, "Mm, Have we met? I don't know you. Give it to me. If she's not senile, she's... She's probably crazy because as you'll hear throughout this clip, her demeanor changes about 15 times. Here, she's very demanding. Cat. I want that cat. Give it to me. Now. I want to see your kitty kitty again. Oh, she's uh, kind of shy right now. Well, I want to see her anyway. Can't you bring her out here so I can pet her anyway? It's a trap, dude. I just want to pet it. The second she gets her hands on that cat, she's gone. I do like the tactic this guy is taking. It's how a lot of uh, adults treat children. Like uh, when I was younger, you know, my sister had, you know, whatever, like an iPad or uh, Amazon tablet or something. And uh, my nieces would be like, I want to I want to play on it. And my sister would say, it's not working right now. It, it, it broke. It needs to charge. Maybe later when it's charged, you, you can play, you know, just anything to, to get them off of it. She's kind of an indoor cat, you know? I had that that too, but they do need fresh air. No, they really don't. It's the same air. We open the windows for the damn cats. Yeah. Yeah. Um, No, I think she's good inside right now. Yeah. Hey, I'm John. I don't know. Um, (laughs) What's your name? Here she is. Uh Uh-oh. That's my kitty kitty. She saw the cat through the screen door. (laughs) Can I take her home and love on her for a while? I'd rather not. I'm pretty. Please. I don't have a cat. I know, but you, uh... I live right around the corner from you. You think I'm dead her? Yeah, but you were saying stuff about cats being a sign of death, and that that kind of freaked me out, so... (laughs) I'm not afraid of it anymore. Well, I would... (laughs) We missed the best part, probably. You know, cats are satanic. Witches would use them in ceremonies. You gotta have a cat if you're gonna conjure up the devil. By the way, can I borrow your cat for a few hours? Like, what is your angle, lady? You're either senile, crazy, or a bride of Satan. Well, I I, I, I love couple, my cat. I, I've had a couple cats and I haven't died yet, so. Okay. Um, if you just let me hold her. Okay. I, I'll take her in and, and hold her and make her warm again. And then I can bring her back to you. Okay, well, she's already indoors, so the cat's warm. Um, that's no. I'm not going to let that happen. And, look, I, I want to be a good neighbor. I want to, you know. You're not. You're not being a good neighbor at all. How's that? Being a little prick is what you're being. Because you won't let me take your cat in. I don't have I feel like if she was suffering from dementia, 
should be off the cat thing by now, right? I don't know if these pe- people with dementia are fixated for that long uh, on something. Because you won't let me take your cat in. I don't have a cat. Well, that's that's your problem. That's not mine. So much for being a nice neighbor. But the dude has a point. You can't even, like, really sell cats most of the time. Right? You just get, you give them away. If she really wanted a cat, she could get one. Oh, it's not my problem. It's your problem because you won't let me have the cat. Look, lady, I, I can't deal with this. You just, you gotta, you gotta call your son and I, I can't deal with him. Is I he have. coming? And he's coming to get you. Is he? Okay. See, so you better lock your door tight. Really? Okay. He's coming to get you. You're under arrest. Really? Yeah. What am I doing? Holding a cat. Yeah. Scaring me with him. How's the cat scaring you, lady? Because I'm afraid of cats. Well, you want to take the cat. This, this makes no sense. Give it to me. Okay, I'm back on Team Dementia right now. Give me the cat. Give it to me. What do I have to do to make you understand? Leaped out the swear word there. The cops are coming after you. See? Good shot? Good shot? She's lifting open her jacket to show her chest, I guess, like her shirt, which reads love. Pretty much where the uh, video ends. Equally as perplexing as the cat lady here, I've got a uh, police body cam video of a woman who called 911 for help. She wanted the police to come to her home. Apparently, she was having a dispute with her son. Something changed, though, in her demeanor when police finally arrived on the scene. Can I wait? Come on in. Yeah, I'm sorry. It's so messy you. in here. Anybody I don't... else in here? No, it's just us. I'm sorry that you have to see my house this way. You can just... Okay, so she's apologetic. Her house is a wreck, but she invites the cops in. I'll go get it. Okay. He asks for her ID. She goes uh, to get it. I, I'm a little annoyed. I feel like I'm being goddamn. You know, interrogated here when I'm the one who's being beat the off. But okay, I'll give my goddamn ID for you. Yeah, the ID request is really when things start to go south. Guys, it's all downhill from here. Yeah, get out! Go! Get out of my house, please! Go! He was just trying to explain that, you know, he needs to get everyone's ID. He wasn't pointing fingers at you or singling you out for anything. Please get out of my f***ing house now! Go read my ID out in the goddamn yard! Alright, wanna step outside? Yeah, you better! When you're ready to talk. Yeah, I ain't. The next cut is, uh, you know, police are outside of the home, and the woman comes flying out, charging at the cop. Hey, hey. Get, the, get back inside, ma'am. Hey, you hey. Shit. Get inside. You want to show me shit? You shit. Stop it. Stop <laughs> it. You. Stop it. You hit me one more time. So help you me, God. Hey, what is wrong with you? You called. You ain't killed, pig. You called us for help. What are you doing? <laughs> she is really escalating this for no reason whatsoever. I'll put you on the ground if I have to. You go for it, you little shit. Okay. Stop resisting. Even though her face is muffled because it's buried in the ground because they've tackled her, you can still hear calls of, Here, Piggy, Piggy, Piggy! Oh, shit! 
It's unclear what has gotten her so worked up, but she does not calm down for the um, entirety of this police call. As a matter of fact, let me fast forward to the part where she, you know, she's already been put in the back of the patrol car, right? <laughs> she's handcuffed. Hey, Carol, piggy, bang, 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 bang! I'm gonna shit and piss and puke on the back of your squad car, you little pig! <laughs> well, she, she's got a plan. You pigs! Pigs! This goes on for a while. And uh, and then and then it, it continues. And then just goes on and on and on. It really is like five minutes straight of that. Even when she's not screaming, it's still all about piggy pigs. Why do you decide to go pig pig? You like out your friends, you little pig? Is that what you decided to grow up and be? I want to be a pig. Surprisingly, you know, as she's being fingerprinted down in the police station, her demeanor changes a little bit. I, I understand you can't threaten y'all and you can't get in fights with y'all, but I called y'all for help. I know, we were and I'm a girl. We were. I'm a girl. Like, what am I going to do to you? Well, you kicked and punched the officers. You also charged at them. Her mood continues to improve throughout this whole process. She even starts joking around with the police officer. It's just because he's short, right? Blaming this whole thing on, uh, you know, him overreacting because he's a short cop. What? <laughs> oh, it's just because you're short. It's just because you're short. I get I date a short guy. Believe it, yeah? So maybe you didn't deserve the shit I gave you. I, I, I apologize for that. Yeah. Short guys rule. They, they do. They make up for it in other ways. They do. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> you can make fun of fat girls. I make fun of short guys. You can make no, fun of fat I girls know. all you want. Come on. I'm a fat. I'm a big. I'm thick. No way. I'm thick. And then she, as she's leaving, she's, she even thanks them. Thank you, guys. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry for the shit I gave you. I'm I'm sorry. Sorry. Despite that apology, she was still charged with domestic battery and aggravated battery upon a peace officer. Back to hating the cops now. Piggy pig, pig, hey cab, hey cab, piggy pig. Real quick, before we get into the news, two more short clips, and they're just as unhinged as this last one. First up, showdown at the 7-Eleven, where a visibly irate woman apparently has told uh, a child to shut the fuck up because it's too loud. The mother of the child doesn't care for her talking to uh, her kid that way, so uh, this transpires. Maybe you should tell him to say. Just ask for some peace and fucking quiet at the 7-Eleven. Meanwhile, of course, she's the loudest person in the store. It's like, honey, can't you see you're giving yourself the headache? I guess I kind of disagree, even though, yeah, technically you were speaking to the eight-year-old. I feel like it's okay that the parents involved in the conversation. Would you like a trophy for him, too? 
just for showing up. I think she has a lot of issues with the youth of today. I fucking hope to fucking God you're talking to him right now. Today is the day my fucking kid died. Did you, like, murder him because he was being a disrespectful little fuck? I don't know if this is, like, the anniversary of her kid's death or if the kid actually just died today. If so, maybe you should ignore the loud children and tend to your own affairs. Like, okay, you gotta go to the 7-Eleven for smokes or alcohol or something. Something that's gonna numb the pain. No judgment here, but, like, get in and get out. Why cause more drama today, you know? This is it. Today is the day my fucking kid died. On the plus side, this kid can now rest in peace. And I don't think he had any peace when he was alive, living with this screaming banshee. <laughs> Didn't let you and him want to die. I'd shut the fuck up. I gotta say, even though this woman has no right to be speaking to another child like that, I envy her. First of all, she has no problem making a huge ass scene. Her face is beat red. She's screaming so loud. She called an eight-year-old a little fuck. I've always wanted to do that. I mean, I have done that, but not to the eight-year-old's face. Furthermore, here is this woman who supposedly just lost a child of her own. And now she's, like, threatening to kill <laughs> this person's child. Like, listen. Unless you and him want to die. Shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. I'm starting to think her own child was murdered by her. You motherfuckers. You ain't considering little shipping. White trash. Net face having motherfucker. <laughs> it's a little bit of the uh, pot calling the kettle black thing going on here. But I just want to hear that again. I love everything coming out of this woman's mouth. White trash. That's all she wanted. She just wanted some cigarettes. It has turned into a whole thing. You know, speaking of talking loudly, we've got a clip here of a woman who begins filming because the people sitting next to her asked her politely to quiet it down. I think she was on her phone talking to someone and she was being very loud in the restaurant. Now, I'm always torn in these circumstances. On one hand, it, it's a restaurant. It's loud to begin with. What's the difference if it's loud because you're talking to someone across the table or if you're on the phone talking to someone 300 miles away? So I get why the woman is a little annoyed, maybe a little embarrassed that she was called out for being loud. Also, there may or may not be some racism at play here. There is that uh, stereotype, that nasty, awful Many times accurate stereotype that black women can be a bit exceptionally annoyingly loud. I've never witnessed this in my own personal life. It's just, you know, what I've heard from other people, probably racist people, Nazis speaking. They they make up all this stuff. I don't know. Anyway, uh, take a listen here. Am I, am I quiet enough for you? Am I quiet enough for you? This lady that told me to shut up. Do you know the fuck I'm in? So she's just talking directly into her camera here. By the way, she's wearing huge ass glasses, like sunglasses indoors. That's neither here nor there. Just an interesting detail. What's even more interesting is when she uh, 
turns her attention back to the people who were telling her to be quiet. It's up quiet enough. <laughs> you got hair like them L.A., them chicken heads in L.A., them, them um, old white ladies at the casino. They wear their hair like yours. This is what you get for butting into someone's business. You're now going to be roasted for the next two minutes. Also, I totally agree with her. She's got that chicken head hair, too. Also known as the hedgehog, the Karen do. White ladies at the casino, they wear their hair like yours. <laughs> they wear their hair like yours with the feathers. That's why I got so many fucking checks. Bitch, don't you ever talk to me, hoes. It's funny now because she's not even on the phone anymore with anyone. She's literally just talking to herself super loud. This a black thing in this restaurant. What's up? What's up? I'm still loud. I scream right now. Sorry, white people. You brought this on yourself. They're trying to split a chick. Yeah, yeah, I see you. Yeah, call those poor white people out, splitting checks. Stop playing with a real nigga, bitch. Cause I'm black. And all black. This shit ain't black enough. Black History Month. Social respect, huh? It really was bad form to call out a black person during Black History Month. Come on. Let, the, let them do whatever they want in February. They earned it. Wow, what a collection of assholes I featured today, huh? And with that, let's get into the crazy, bizarre twist. I've got a huge request for you, a plea for help. If you are enjoying Distorted View Daily, even if you're not, even if you uh, scratch your head and you're like, why do I listen to this show? I keep forgetting. Why do I need to be subjected to the worst of humanity on a daily basis? Look, I don't have the answer to it, but you keep listening. You're compelled to. Deep down, you're getting something out of this. Probably some perverse pleasure having a front row seat witnessing the collapse of our civilization. That That's acceptable. That's valid. Why not support Distorted View Daily so I can continue doing this show? Join the sideshow today. When you do, you will gain access to a three brand new episodes of DV every week just for paying freaks. That really does turn this two-day-a-week podcast into a daily endeavor. Let me pump those pretty ears of yours full of auditory smut, stereophonic stupidity, and desiblatory debauchery. I just came up with that one. Subscriptions are very inexpensive, only $6.99 a month, even less when you opt for a quarterly, semi-annual, yearly, or lifetime membership. Check out superfreaksideshow.com for more information. And, of course, if you use uh, Apple Podcasts or Spotify, you can sign up right inside those apps. You'll get all of the exclusive shows right alongside the free episodes in your feed. Again, for more information, check out distortedview.com and superfreaksideshow.com. Thank you so much to all of my Sideshow members. They are the reason I'm able to continue doing this show. Uh, There is another way to help support us. That, of course, is our Patreon account, patreon.com slash distortedview. It's just another way to to help support us out by pledging a dollar or five or ten or twenty, whatever you can spare. If you pledge at least $5, you get access to a special voicemail line where I will play your calls first. And if you pledge $20 or more, occasionally I will even send out uh, DB merchandise to you. And I plan on doing that in uh, the month of March. Not sure what the item is going to be. Previously, we've done uh, like pint glasses, you know, like beer, beach towels, t-shirts, 
keychains, all sorts of stuff. So uh, check it out, patreon.com slash distorted view. And again, thank you very much to all of our patrons. You guys are also keeping the lights on over here. All right, three very quick stories now. First up, guys, I think it's time for a bit of a road trip. That's right. We're all going to Texas. We're going to Texas. We're going to Texas. We're going to Texas. Here we go. Ladies and gentlemen, I would like to introduce you all to Mitchell Cooper Vest. Doesn't that sound like a name for a piece of clothing or something like Eddie Bauer? The Cooper Vest. Style meets versatility in this 100% Gore-Tex utility vest. Whether you're snow climbing, ice diving, hiking, biking, or diking, this vest looks great on straight guys and, of course, on lesbians. The Cooper Vest. Anyway, it's not an actual vest. It's a man. A six foot six inch tall drink of a man. For some reason, the news story also included his weight. So ladies, he's 250 pounds, which seems like a lot. But again, he's six six. There's a lot of, a lot of bones there. Long legs and arms you got to hang meat on. And ladies, he'd love to hang meat with you. That is a euphemism for sex, right? If not, I think I just created it. I like that. Hey, honey, how about you and me hang meat? Sounds like you know, like he like whipped out his testicle or something. His scrotal sack is hanging hanging out of his fly. Uh, sir, you're hanging meat. Could you tuck that away? Guys, I don't know what the hell I'm talking about. Let me just read this news story. Uh, Mitchell Cooper Vest. Did I say Michael the first time? I don't know. Who the fuck cares what his name is? Cooper Vest is the important part. Uh, a six foot six inch tall three, uh, I'm sorry, 250 pound man known for wearing a kilt. Okay. Has been identified by Texas business owners as the individual who recently visited their antique stores, plural, and inserted various items, plural, into his rectums. Plural? What? No, only one rectum. Yeah, his whole MO was, was that he would go to these antique stores, find little objects to cram in his shitter, pull them out, and then put them back on display. According to court records in Texas, Vest, age 60, was involved in these incidents. Police claim that Vest entered several shops in Spring, a suburb of Houston, last week and committed criminal mischief. A misdemeanor offense. I feel like this this should be a felony. You're making people touch your poop, right? That's that's toxic, you know, biohazard, you know? Specifically, it's reported that Vest first visited the Antique Gallery of Houston, where he inserted a makeup brush and a restoration hardware piece into his anus before returning the items, valued at $130, to the shelf. Vest then proceeded to the Curiosity Shop, a good place for him to go and explore. Sounds like a very curious man. Vest uh, proceeded to the curiosity shop located within an antique mall. The shop's owner, Alicia Osborne, informed the police that Vest took an antique bottle opener. Ooh, that, that could be painful. And a tobacco tent can valued at $74 and inserted them both into his anus under his green skirt slash kilt before returning the items to the shelf. In both cases, the merchandise handled by Vest had to be discarded due to contamination with fumes. Surveillance cameras at one of the stores captured Vest browsing the merchandise. After being identified by complainants 
through a photo array. Vest was charged on Thursday in connection with the disturbing incident. Uh, That occurred on February 10th. He was released on a $100 bond. Is now scheduled to appear in court on February 23rd. Vest, who is retired. See, this is the problem with old people. They make their money, they retire, and then they get bored. And this is what they do to pass the time. All of a sudden, when they're not working 40 hours a week, they start exploring all this, like, deviant behavior that's been suppressed because, you know, who has the time for that? When you're, you know, working, trying to pay bills and raise a family and stuff. Now this guy's retired, shoving makeup brushes up his ass because he gets off to it. What he gets off to is the thought of, like, other people touching that merchandise after it's been up his shitbox. This is why I'm a firm believer, first of all, of mandatory euthanasia, even though, sadly, as I continue doing this show decade after decade, I inch ever closer (laughs) to being an old person myself. I don't care. You know, we'll work out some legislation, some carve-outs for a few cool old people. I'm sure I'll be one of those cool old people who will be spared. But for most people over the age of 65... Mandatory euthanasia. And if I can't get that legislation passed, how about uh, we just up the age of retirement to like 90? I want these people working until the day they die. Second story we have for you today. Oh, just a few days ago on February 15th, a new world record was logged in the Guinness Book of World Records. And this one's a doozy. And by doozy, I mean it really required no skill whatsoever. This is, like, I would love to get in the Guinness Book of World Records for doing something dumb like this. Some world records, you know, you have to train to do, right? To get good at something. I don't know, like sports or anything athletic. And then there's guys like Peter Von Tangen Buskov, who just managed to shove a bunch of something in an orifice. I'm telling you, I'd be good at this. Trust me. I've got a gaping hole. Boy pussy. Boy pussy. Boy pussy. Boy pussy. Boy pussy. Calm down. Yes, this 39-year-old man from Denmark achieved a peculiar distinction by setting a Guinness World Record title for stuffing 68 matchsticks into his nostrils. Is that good? Is that impressive? I mean, I guess it is because he set a world record, but matchsticks aren't that big. I feel like I could stuff 68 in there. Is it like 68 total or 68 in each nostril? Because if he broke those up, if it was like 34 in each nostril, that's totally not impressive at all. Anyway, this surpassed the previous target of 45 matchsticks set by the organization. Buskov, who has a unique combination of large nostrils and stretchy skin, found the experience surprisingly painless. He said, quote, surprisingly, it didn't really hurt. I have fairly large nostrils and quite stretchy skin. I'm sure that helped a lot. I know just the previous sentence, but as a quote, (laughs) his choice to attempt this unusual record came after exploring various world records that he could potentially break. While Muskov currently doubts his ability to surpass his own record. Oh, don't say that. There's always room for improvement. Even though I said, like, you know, there's not much training involved in something like this. You can stretch out your skin even more. Work those nostril holes, man. I mean, I guess there's no reason to right now. He already has the world record. But eventually someone will, you know, stick 69 matches. Nice. In in their nostril. And uh, you're either just going to have to give up that title or uh, meet the challenge, you know? 
He does say that he opens, uh, he is open to the possibility of trying again in the future. For me, an increase in capacity uh, would require some training, see? Or perhaps my nose will grow as I get older. Well, the good thing is your skin also gets saggier, right? So that hole might, might get even larger. Guinness World Records, known for documenting and celebrating extraordinary achievements, has recognized numerous unusual records over the years. Maybe I have the world record for longest daily comedy podcast. Or we could get even more pacific and say the longest running daily comedy adult comedy. <laughs> you, know, you know what I'm trying to say. Adult comedy podcast. Whatever. I don't need no damn record. I know who's number one. Fucking Joe Rogan. No, me, of course. Just, just by going going by different metrics. Uh, Guinness World Record, known for documenting and celebrating extraordinary achievements, has recognized numerous unusual records over the years, ranging from physical feats to creative endeavors. Buskov's achievements adds to the diverse tapestry of records, okay, that highlight human curiosity and the pursuit of unique challenges. Wow, giving Guinness a lot of praise there. All right, and finally today, freaks... Oh, look, a stupid TikToker's antics has turned into a news story. What dumb shit have they done now? In a recent debate over the etiquette of tipping in the United States, a content creator named Justice has sparked controversy by revealing that she did not tip her hairstylist. Well, she needs to be thrown into jail immediately. Where's my pitchfork? Let's get her, guys. Look, I, you know, I'm one of these people. I think tipping culture has gotten out of hand as well. And if you're a listener overseas, if you don't live in America, I'm sure all tipping seems weird to you. But it's just something we do here in America. And honestly, I can understand the hairstylist thing, especially when they're spending hours on intricate hairstyles or whatever, dreads, weaves, braids. I hate tipping as much as the next person, but like whenever someone has to touch me, I feel bad for them. And I'm like, okay, yeah, you should be compensated a little extra. So sorry. I, I put you through this to put your hands on my slimy body. Uh, yes, yeah, she w- apparently received a seven hour braiding service. Like that's an entire day for someone working, right? The Chicago based woman argued that the $350 she paid for the service was sufficient. Stating in a TikTok video that has amassed five and a half million views, a lot of people say tipping is how you say thank you. But to me, saying thank you is how to say thank you. Justice further explained that the appointment took place at the stylist's home, where she had to arrive with pre-washed and blow-dried hair. Then she had to withdraw cash from an ATM and commute to the location. I really should have read that part over the sad violin music. Anyway, she reasoned that since the stylist did not have to commute and did not incur extra overhead costs by working from home, the price was fair. How many people are making $40? I think she meant $400. Despite describing the experience as the most comfortable braiding experience, Justice admitted to feeling anxious about not tipping for the first time after a hair service. The decision divided opinions among viewers, with some supporting her stance on tipping culture being crazy, while others criticized her for not tipping after more than seven hours of service. Some even warned that she might not be able to book with a stylist again. That is the downside of not tipping. That, that's the risk you run. It's a bold move. If you like that stylist, you might not be able to book her again because she's like, why bother? I can just braid someone's hair who is going to give me uh, a little extra cash. 
Colin Martin, a Florida-based hairstylist and educator, said that while tips are appreciated, they're not expected. I think they're expected. To base even a portion of my income on the emotional response of another human being is, do I even have to finish that sentence? He remarked, emphasizing that he charges his worth to avoid relying on tips. That really is the way to go. I think the rest of the world has figured that out. But once again, America is ass backwards. Uh, However, San Diego stylist and extension specialist. I wish I was an extension specialist. Uh, Hamuda Anderson or something had a different perspective, labeling justice as the worst type of client and stating that she would block her if she were a client. Obviously, that whole discussion highlights the ongoing debate over tipping cultures in the U.S., with many in the beauty industry advising fellow professionals to set their own prices to account for the possibility of not receiving tips. Still, like, if you allow tips, you're going to be pissed when you don't get tipped. Actually, I would like to normalize podcasters getting tipped. If you're only paying $6.99 a month for your Sideshow membership, I fucking hate you. Give me more! Did I not provide good service? I talk about mead all the time. You love that? That should be worth a few extra bucks. Comforts? Loud, juicy, wet comforts? That's worth something extra, right? I gotta find those things. You know how much porn I gotta watch? To get good comfort clips. All right, uh, then there you go. That, my friends, is your distorted news for Tuesday. Let's do a couple voicemails and get the hell out of here. All right, love to hear from you. And there are many ways to contact the show. Show at distortedview.com. I'm all over social media at distortedview on X and Facebook. See, it just doesn't sound right. Twitter just sounds normal. I hate that name, X. Anyway, uh, oh, we've got a new post office box. I talked about it a bit last week. You can find it um, over there on our show notes at distortedview.com and superfreaksideshow.com. If you have anything you want to send me in the mail, I will uh, open it and, uh, of course, videotape it. (laughs) Videotape. I'm an old person. I'll get my camcorder out. You know what I mean. I'll film it. (laughs) That's not better. What do you what do you say? I'll take video of it. I guess. Anyway, uh, yes, that post office box is on our show notes. Let's check in with a few patrons today now. Hey, hey. What up, faggot? Hello. Hey, hey, priest. Uh, Unicorn Hampton checking in. I was calling and uh, letting everybody know that I think it's a stupid idea for the 20th anniversary or whatever uh, for a meetup. What in the world would you guys think Timmy Boo would want to be around people? <laughs> Le- let him do his leave me alone thing from the comfort of his own home. Yeah, can I just like uh, FaceTime or Zoom in? You know, to a meet away up? from people, away from germs. Uh, well, he, you I'm not a germaphobe. You lost. <laughs> you lost your. I do have an AIDS immune system, as everyone jokes about. Faith in humanity by providing this entertainment that's been going on for a long time. By the way, someone actually, uh, Illyrio, who called in, uh, we, were, we were debating on when Distorted View's 20th anniversary. Can I, can I say all of next year, right? Because technically, 20 years would be December 9th of 2024. That, that will mark 20 years of me doing the show. I feel like that whole next year, right? Like the day after the 9th, December 10th, 
onward for 364 days. That's our 20th our 20th anniversary year, but apparently it's not, according to Illyrio in his spreadsheet. He spelled it all out. You know, I posted it over there at, on Facebook, facebook.com slash distorted view show. I still don't agree with it, though. <laughs> uh, some freaks were raised. I didn't discover you till my my 30s. I'm now in my mid-40s. Mm. Fuck. Where did the time go? And the time where I had a head injury two times, once in my baby's mama, baby, belly, and one time in my mama's belly. I'm saying nothing to do with Is it just me or have a lot of listeners called in recently to say they've had some head trauma that they've been dealing with? It's a very strange thing that's happening. All right. Thank you very much, you Unicorn Hamster. Oh, with a Kimless Wright, comma, damn it, call. Oh, I hope this is about the 20th anniversary thing. Kimless Wright, comma, damn it, call. But first, a brief recommendation. Uh, Sneed's turn to full flatulent is is kind of uh, distracting from the the glory that is his uh, live stream that he recorded on uh, Super Bowl Sunday. It's... It, it's bizarre in its own way. Don't miss it. Wait, what? Me did a live stream and he was farting? Anyway, but Tim was right. Did I miss that? Right, comma, damn it. Um, your confusion about when the 20th year starts or ends is perfectly understandable. Civilizations cannot agree on this topic. Oh, thank God. Uh, people are giving you the typically... Yes, I fucked up on pronouncing... Uh, Macaques. Macaque monkeys. I call them macaws. But this, this 20th anniversary thing is understandable. Only Western view, uh, but, you know, in, in parts of Asia, until with the last couple of years, when you were born, you were listed as being one year old uh, at the point of your birth. And there was a traditional extra year for someone who'd only been born a few months under some circumstances to be listed as two years old. It's been changing. Anyway, my point, Tim, is you pick the time frame. Oh, okay, Something good. I like that. a year of when you think the appropriate date is, it's your fucking show, man. Thank you. You okay. pick. I like the way Haley's comment thinks there. Hey, Tim Edgelord Trash here, catching up on shows on January 22nd. You ask, what is everyone's body count? I'm calling in to let you know oh, that yeah. I have a shitty memory like you as well, so I don't know the exact number. All I can say is it's somewhere between 20 or 30, give or take. What did I tell you? What lie did I tell you? I think I think it was 20 to 25, right? Or maybe I was having trouble getting up to 20 <laughs> or remembering. It was somewhere around there. Anyway, love you, boo. And it was, it's not 30, anywhere near 30. I don't think. Maybe it's time for another spreadsheet. Those seem to be working out well for me lately. <laughs> we have Mead's dad's death pool spreadsheet. This 20th anniversary nonsense. I'll work out my body count. All right, uh, guys, that is all the time we have on this edition of the show. I want you guys to email me. Show at distortedview.com. Distortedview.com is our official website. Voicemail line for you, 206-666-4463. That's 206-660-GOD. Is it yeah. Do I have to be an inmate to taste that baboon ass? Read the distortion. STD. Tell all your friends about the show. Don't forget to give us a five-star rating, a thumbs up, or like wherever you can rate and review podcasts. Tomorrow's episode is going to be Sideshow exclusive. 
Uh, sign up right now so you don't miss a thing. Otherwise, I'll see you back on Thursday. Until then, have a great day. Bye, everybody. Scribe.net.